Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our wide receiver draft prospect episode. We've gone through every other position, skill position, and we're capping it off with the wide receiver position. You know, draft season is what? Uh, well, when's the draft? Is it the beginning of April or end? I don't know why I'm blanking on that. Really it's that. the end. Yeah. 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 I feel like they move it back every year. I, I swear it used to be at the beginning. When no. this is posted, it'll be about a month out. Okay. All right. So we're we're getting there. You know, this this the season never stops with uh, fantasy football. With uh, football, we'll always keep going. So we'll start off. Who wants to uh, lead us off here? Well, you guys all have the same pick, and I have someone different. So you guys can try and convince me because I'm How not about- sold on this number one guy. So. Quentin okay. Johnson is number one for me. Uh, Corey and PB also have him there. Yes. Uh, he's the prototypical X receiver. A bunch of these other guys are are slot guys, smaller guys. Um, and he just kind of stands out to me as, as a guy who can be a true X uh, compared to the rest of the field. I do think um, the guy I got at two, your number one, Nick, uh, has – a higher floor, but I think Quentin Johnson has a higher ceiling ultimately. So that's why I got him at number one. Yeah, yeah. I have Quentin Johnson as well at number one. Um, just look what he did at TCU with the quarterback he had thrown him the ball. Um, uh, you know, nothing against you know Duggan, but I mean he's not a I mean he's not Come the on. greatest quarterback. So you can't be um, dog and Dugan. Doug and Dugan. See that <laughs> Just depend. I just had to make it rhyme. That's right. No, yeah, I mean, I just, I, dude, put him on a, a team that has like a good, not even like just a mediocre, medium of the road quarterback, and he's going to be extremely good. Um, six four, two fifteen. I mean, that's exactly what you want in the NFL right now. Um, I mean, obviously, speeds, you know, speed kills, but it's also very, very evident to having a big outside receiver that dominates the game. And, you know, obviously the last one to do it that would kind of is it kind of reminds me of like DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think he's as talented as DeAndre Hopkins, but he definitely has a similar skill set to him. Yeah, that's the player comp I was going to give because I think I agree with Alex when he said Johnson has the highest upside of any receiver in this class due to his uh, build, his athleticism. Um. And I think DeAndre Hopkins is a great comp X receiver. He averaged like 20 yards every reception. I mean, yeah, I, I think he does have, have have a lower floor than so even not just JSN, like maybe even someone like Jordan Addison. But his upside is very, very elite considering DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best receivers to ever play in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, my, I think- my comp for him was uh, Mike Will, big dude, mm-hmm. a guy who runs verticals quite a bit. He's going to have to expand that route tree, um, but I think he's got all the the skills to do it. I mean, he definitely has the body. Don't love the DeAndre Hopkins comparisons besides the, the dreadlocks. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. No one mentioned dreadlocks. but <laughs> Well, I think that's the only comparison to him. So – DeAndre Hopkins is really good because he goes up and he's aggressive at the point of the catch. 
Quentin Johnson doesn't do that. He has an insane frame. He's wildly athletic. I get that. And he's one of the rare guys that is six foot four and can create separation. So I like him for that. And I think, you know, he's, he's up in my top five because of that, but I hate that he's not aggressive. I think he's like a passive player. That's just not the kind of football player that I want at wide receiver, especially for a big frame. I want those guys that that are going to go up and fight for the catch in the end zone. Like that makes, that's what's making those type of players, you know, extraordinary red zone threats. And I don't think he has that. He doesn't seem to play that way. He tries to play like more savvy and, I don't think he plays to the advantage of his body size. So I think trying to turn that around is asking someone to be who they're not. And I think he's a bust. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you because I, I do think he has a pretty dramatically low floor, but for his upside, I had to rank him first. You understand. I mean, my number one guy out of wide receiver, you Jackson Smith, and Jigbo. We're talking about a guy who's playing on the field with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, and everyone was, including Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, was saying he's him, and like they're saying he's the best one out of all of us. He has the most wide receiver touchdowns at Ohio State in history. That is an incredible mark to have on your resume. Um, I'm excited to see what he could do. He's obviously had production from day one at Ohio State. Um, I think his floor is extremely high and I think his ceiling is, is even higher. The best in this draft class, you saw how successful Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave were. We see these speed guys working in the NFL a lot more. And I think he fits the, the current NFL mold for kind of like that, that six foot range receiver. We're not, you know, we're not always seeing the most successful guys have the biggest bodies and frames. So I don't think that limits him at all. His ability to get open and his speed are unmatched. So, yeah, he's my number one here. Yeah, when he plays, I really have the most touchdowns in Ohio State history. Wide receiver. Yep, didn't even play last year. That's insane. He had thirty. I think he had thirty-three coming into this season, and he probably got a couple more before he got hurt. But so yeah, he's someone I agree. He's the highest floor of any receiver in his class. I disagree with what you said about his speed. He's not anyone. He's not Olave or Wilson with his speed. He's not that guy at all. He does like I, that's why I don't. He doesn't have the upside of Quentin Johnson, but he just he's just like a natural football player. Like he just incredible route runner. You know, gets open. Like he's just great at all the little things. Like incredible at it and. Yeah, I mean, when Olave and Wilson are saying he's he's the best of them three, I mean that's that's saying something. And, yeah, I mean, I think his his comp is someone like uh, Keenan Allen. I saw it was a great comp for him, and that's I like that. good that's hands. Who, who I think he plays like. I like that comp. Alive. I've got so I think yeah, what he makes up for or what he lacks in speed, he makes out up for in route running. And getting in and out of breaks and um the I guess guy, his agility. Yeah. 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 He tested through the roof on the combine agility. Obviously didn't run the 40, but um yeah, the player comp I have for him is Amon Ra. Like a guy who's Oh yeah, that was the other one. I love that comp too. Yeah. So I mean Sun God. Yeah. You know I love him. Yeah. So uh yeah, definitely not arguing with you here. I think for sure highest floor. Yeah. 
And I and I'll give you some credit. I will stick to the Chargers wide receivers. I like the Mike Will comparison, but think about how many years it took for him to really see some legitimate success in the NFL. Couple years. So if you're talking about a, a high first round pick, I want someone that steps in day one and is delivering for my team immediately. I don't want a, a passion project that's going to take three years to pan out. That's who I'm taking in the second and third round. So for me, I, I think you got to go with, with Jackson up top. Yeah, it, it's close. Like Johnson and JSN are almost like my one A and one B. So like, I don't, like, I'm not going to argue the JSN being number one. So you're saying I win the uh, debate? No, I'm saying I'll say <laughs> they're like, I like these are definitely like a tier of their own. Bef- um, I'd agree with that. And then some of these other guys, which, yeah, some of these other guys definitely have some great, they're good prospects and they can definitely turn into something. It's just, you know, just I don't think as good as the other two. But all right. Do you guys all have you all have JSN number two? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks Scott, like we yeah, have Cor- no Corey didn't, I think. I don't. No, you don't. And what we so what you say you're you need to talk on why you like who do you have and why don't you have him there? I'm guessing it's something to do with just his health and you're gonna play doctor, but it is his health. Okay. He got I mean, hurt it, once. His hams I mean, yeah, but it kept him out all year. I understand he probably didn't want to come back because it would affect his draft mm-hmm. stock and that's fine but uh you know obviously when he was on the field he was electric and um you know i'm not saying that he's not going to be you know he could be the best one out of this entire lot very well could be um there's something that just eeks like just you know hamstrings injuries you know i mean you've seen keenan allen like dude the the guy can't say like you get one and you get another one you get another one you get another one like that's a knock on you like if you're if you're not on the field like not helping your team. So um, I, I'm not saying he's going to be a terrible, you know, uh, receiver. I think he's probably going to be very good. Uh, it's just the injuries, the injury issue that um, that comes into play here. And um, I probably will be wrong, but that's why I don't have him, you know, number two. It's okay, Corey. We, we understand you're kind of scarred from the T.Y. Hilton Colts fan experience. You know, uh, an incredible receiver who just had zero hamstring. So I understand I'm, where you're coming from. I'll I'm just saying, it's a very serious injury. You just have to be, it happens once and everyone's it's like, tough. oh, it's a hamstring. Then it yep. happens again. And then again, and then again. And it's like, okay, now we're 10 games in, you play two. So, I mean. So, he, I, so you just want to, on record, you're, you're admitting you're probably wrong. So you think you're probably wrong, yet you still are ranking someone ahead of him. Who do you have at two, Corey? I have Jordan Addison. Oh. Okay. Uh, strictly just Okay, if we're gonna be playing off of athletic ability, this is the guy. Uh, he's extremely. He's probably the most athletic out of the bunch. Um, the one knock on him though is he needs to learn to, uh, you know, catch with his hands. And I, I think that's, you know, we definitely, you know, we dog Jamar Chase and like, <laughs> I, I'm not comparing him to Jamar Chase, but I'm saying like when he came into the NFL, like he was he was dropping a lot of balls and he was, you know. And that's something that can be worked on over time. Um, and I think with a good receiving coach. And I think he has amazing hands. So that's weird. You're knocking him on that. He, from everything I like from watching and then from, you know, reading up on um, everyone kind of had the same similar, um, you know, point is he lets the ball get too close to his chest. Um, and he's not using his hands as much. Um, so it's just basically working on his, you know, his catching, um, you know, obviously he has 
good hands in terms of like catching, but like the way he's catching the ball and receiving the ball is, is not what you obviously want, especially when a quarterback is throwing the ball at like 20, 25 miles per hour at you. Like can't let it hit your chest because it's going to bounce off. Um, but again, I mean, six foot, um, he, extremely athletic guy, a little undersized, but again, we saw Devontae Smith have success this past year. Um, and he's bigger than Devontae Smith in terms of size. So um, I think he has the ability to be a very good slot receiver in the NFL. Are you concerned at all about the regression in his stats last year? No. He played with Caleb Williams, debatably one of the best NCAA pro-ready quarterbacks, and he couldn't put up the numbers that he was putting up with Kenny Pickett. So what do you think about that? I mean, it just – system didn't work out for him. I mean, the quarterback, you know, combination wasn't there. I mean, there's many things that can go into that. The dude's still an athletic freak. And if we're basing everything off, you know, drafting players based on their athleticism, according to PB, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, He should go number two. Yeah. But like, look at Marquise Goodwin, like athletic freak, but never really. He's a track star who was thrown on football pads. Yeah. So like, is that Jordan Addison is a football player? No. Yeah, you can't compare. Like, if you want to talk about Marquise Goodwin, that would be like Jalen Hyatt. Like, just can run fast. We'll get to him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've got Addison at three. Um, Blitnikoff winner. I think he's going to be able to play inside and out in the NFL. Um, Definitely more of a slot guy, a little smaller build, but I think they're going to, you're going to be able to utilize him in the outside too. Another note, consistent separation at all three levels. I mean, the dude has a ton of routes. His tree is expansive. Um, Comparison I've seen a lot is Devonta Smith. Like Corey said, he's a little bit bigger than Devonta. Um, Yeah, dude's a stud. Yeah, I I mean, I have him at because of the the year-over-year regression. If we were sitting here last offseason doing a look ahead at for this year's draft, I think he was the clear number one uh, when he had the phenomenal season with Kenny Pickett, but I'm pretty concerned. Like everything you put everything together with one of the best quarterbacks in, in college and he still can't break a thousand yards. That's something's up there. I, I don't know what, but I don't like it. You have him at three or four, Nick. I have him at five. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about our third right here. I oh, know. Well, we're talking about him. So, okay. Well, yeah, I'll get my third is a flowers. Um, yeah, I, I just think like when you get him in open space, like he's just going to be absolutely electric. He can, he's someone that can move all around the formation, which is, I think, very important in today's NFL. It's why I, I, I have Jordan Addison next. And I think that's because Jordan Addison is going to be like an exclusive slot guy. And, so I think someone like Zay Flowers you can move him all around, which I don't know. Lockett was my comparison. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, he's like you know. So I I have Zay at three. Kind of reminds me of a Steve Smith Senior kind of type too. Like he's he's a shorter guy, but he's like he's built still. Like he's solid, um, and great route running great footwork um i mean if you watch some of his highlights the dude's electric yeah yeah no yeah he he is he's also my third um again mentioning everyone what everyone said dude dude's uh 
amazing off, you know, jets on the field, super fast type of player, short, um, you know, like kind of not as good as Tyreek, obviously, but kind of reminds me of just the way he, he runs and stuff. The one knock on him is though, um, you know, in some colleges, like um, especially pass heavy colleges, like wide receivers don't block um, in their offensive schemes. They're just, that's not what they're supposed to do. And that's the biggest knock on him is he can't run block or he, he needs to develop it. And that's, again, that's something that's not something that's like you either you have it or you don't have it. Like you can be taught that. Um, but it's just, it's a whole different mindset of, especially with the receiver who's never had to do, done it his entire you know college career to then be asked, Hey, we need you to, you know, block these corners and, and not run, you know, routes the entire time. Um, so for him to be available on every, you know, play, He's got to be able to run, learn how to run block. So, yeah, uh, I mean, if, if you're only knock on the guy for wide receivers, he can't block. We're dealing with a pretty good talent here. Um, one of my favorite stats about him was he was on Boston College, obviously terrible offense. They fired their offensive coordinator midseason this year, but he was kind of the the glimmering hope on that team. Best receiver in the ACC stats wise. And something I thought was kind of fun, in 11 out of his 12 games, he had at least one 30-yard play in every single game. So I think he's got that big play potential, kind of a playmaker with insane agility like we talked about. So I, I like his upside here. And PB, I love the Tyler Lockett comparison. He also had a lot of drops last year too. So another thing he has to work on as well. Um, but and, and then again, with the same side, being undersized, the five nine, five ten, whatever, whatever shoe he's wearing on that day. Um, just a small catch radius. Um, he doesn't have the you know, the largest wingspan. So um, yeah. but I guess if you're ten yards in front of, you know, the closest defender, it really doesn't matter where the ball is put. You're yeah. also you're also assuming that he's got a better quarterback than he did at Boston College. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. You got a pro um, people also say he's one of the most competitive guys out there. And uh, he plays bigger. yeah, yeah. So like, I, I always love that whenever I see it, I'm like, Ooh, he's cool. I like him. Get him on my team. You like people who try hard. <laughs> Is that everyone's third? Yeah. Uh, like has everyone gone fourth. through their third? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. He was my fourth. Um, okay. So he's your fourth. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jordan Addison was my fourth. So I just had him. My biggest knock on him is I think he has I think he's an amazing route runner. I think he has good hands. But unlike like someone like Zay, I think he's gonna be exclusively in the slot. Um, and I think he can get pushed around at like the line of scrimmage. That's one of my biggest knocks on Addison due to his size. Flowers is exact smaller. Yeah, but it's the type of play like Jordan Addison is a is a slot guy. Then that's like all he's gonna do. Zay Flowers is someone you can move like all around the formation. I mean, if you're saying how athletic Addison is, I feel like he's a person that can also do the exact same thing Flowers can. I don't think he can do the exact same thing Flowers can. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Who we like at uh number four? That was mine. I just named my oh. fourth. Mine was Jackson. Smith. Okay. And that's right, well, purely because of his health, right? Yeah, PB, you, you just want me to say things so then you can pull it out 
later. This is building some ammo. Hey, Corey, no, I'm saying, okay, if if you knew he was going to be healthy, where would you have him? If I knew he was, if he played all last year and was healthy, no, not played like, like all you knew is he's completely over his injuries moving forward. But that's no, I'm I'm just wondering where he'd have him based off of that. I just want to know. That's, but that's exactly what Alex said. That's not what we're talking. The reason why I have him there is because he has injury issues. Okay, I'm just but, wondering but what, what the- <laughs> I'm talking purely as a talent. We're skill, talking about every single one of these receivers healthy. Oh, where yeah. By like two. By my two. Okay. I already said that. Nice. All right. Well, we'll talk about a new player here. My number four is Jalen Hyatt, a guy who led the SEC in touchdown catches single-handedly took down Alabama with a four-touchdown game. The guy's electric. Devonta Smith Jr., some people call him. Really no one but me, but we'll see if we can start the trend. Uh, you know, I, I think just that Alabama game really showed what his ceiling is, and I love that ceiling. He was shredding corners that are going in the top half of the draft this year. So, you know, if you're able to compete in the SEC – top it off with the most touchdowns in the conference. Like you got something good going for you. And uh, for that reason, he's my number four and, you know, we'll throw in the track star comparisons while we're at it. So that's where I got him at number four. Okay. Okay. So, so, but, so you have him at four. Uh, Uh, Yeah. I I will just quickly say you having Hyatt again uh, above Addison is like crazy to me, but. That's all right. Okay. So I don't, yeah. I don't like that regression on Addison. So he's got to show right. me something more. Yeah. Okay, but I'm well, just right. about like a one trick pony guy. Like Hyatt. like, I... wait, wait. So if you're talking about regression, I mean, what did Hyatt do before last year? Well, regression would mean he, no, no, I know, but I'm just better saying that. earlier. Yeah. He's only had one good season. He, he's only had he one progressed. Good that's what, that's what I, I want. I want yeah. progression. Cause these kids that's are true. young. They're not fully you know, they're not hitting their ceiling yet. They still got five years in front of them before they're hitting their prime. No, so, I, I understand. Like, so like, but someone who went and won the, you know, you know, best receiver in the nation to yeah. having a down a little bit of a down year. I mean, NFL players have down years all the time. Uh, but like, at least he showed like, Hey, he can be that. And Hyatt just has the, I mean, the one tape, I mean, obviously it was a great year for him. I'm not, not knocking the guy. I just, I think he's, I think he has more to develop and he needs, he was just playing in the slot as well. So like he didn't have to deal with the press coverage on the outside, which you'll have to deal in deal with in the NFL. He won't be the fastest guy. I mean, he'll be close to the fastest guy on the field. Um, but he also, I mean, his route tree is just streaks, streak, streak, streak. I think that could be learned. I think the route tree is the system you're playing in. He's obviously really good at what he does, but for me, why like, why would you go with a guy in the Pac-12 who is notoriously bad for defense? And he can't even – and he played a full season with one of the best quarterbacks. He was in one of the best situations to produce, and he couldn't put up a 1,000-yard season. That's concerning to me. So okay. I think there's something wrong there. I did. I don't care if he's a slack guy and only taking, you know, five 10-yard catches. That should still add up, and he should be able to make plays and be a playmaker – which is why I have Zay Flowers over him because I think he's more of a playmaker. So there's plenty of guys yeah. in the NFL that can that you could hit over the middle, but we're looking for people that excel 
So I, I just don't think Jordan Addison's one of them. Yeah, and I'm with you on everything you said. That, that I have Hyatt fifth, but I just can't like Hyatt to me. Like he's a one trick pony. He's just and he had a like his combine. He's supposed to be this like speed guy. He ran like a four four, you know, like at his combine. Yeah, which for someone that that's their biggest selling point. That was that was concerning. Um. So like yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, he he has dominated some good secondaries. Um, and he led the country in QB rating when he was targeted this, this last year, but limited route tree and, uh, only one elite season. Yeah, I get that with, with a disappointing combine. I think I just feel a little bit more comfortable with a ace of spades than opposed to a jack of all trades type of guy. So, you know. Okay. Corey like that one. <laughs> uh, Nick came ready today. <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick Nick came with with I all like the them. wide receivers. I mean, yeah. traditionally in fantasy, running backs have dominated, but the last few seasons, I think we've seen oh, a that's ton of production completely. Yeah, it's completely shifted. So I've spent a lot more time kind of studying the wide receiver rooms here, who can make the impact day one. So that's where I have these guys ranked. I like the big play potential out of Jalen Hyatt too. So. Yeah. PPR leagues, maybe you might like Addison, but Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt, great best ball pick. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into yeah. best ball later. That's who you want in best ball with the the big playability. Um, we'll be fighting over him in round twelve. <laughs> I don't know about that early. Uh, Alex, you did you have Hyatt here fifth? I did. Yeah, yeah. Nick Nick covered it all pretty much. Another Bolitnikov winner. Um, always something to keep note of. All right. Anyone have any final thoughts? This is our last. We'll now uh, we'll be doing some mock drafts and then a draft bets episode before you know the draft at the end of April. So that'll do it for this episode, and we will see you next time. <laughs>